You are about to listen to Rich Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast with me, Rich Herring. Let's take a little bit of time out first, though, my friends, my fan friends. Uh, saying it in a Southern Baptist accent doesn't make it any more true, Rich. Sorry, Stu. Anyway, uh, the audio is free, and I hope you will enjoy it. But if you want to contribute financially, there we do have paid video versions of these podcasts available at gofasterstripe.com. It's £15 for the whole of Series 4, which will be at least seven podcasts, uh, or £3.50 an episode. Even just buying one episode will really help help us finance future comedy projects. So if you want to see this carrying on, you're the comedy commissioners of this series. It can only survive with the financial input from you. So if you felt like giving us something, that would be terrific. But if you can't, then don't worry. Just tell your friends about the podcast and hopefully one of them will be rich enough to give us some money. But sit back and enjoy the podcast. It was a lot of fun to do, I have to say. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who would run 3.1 miles, but who would will not run 3.1 miles more is Richard Herring! Thank you very much! Hello! How are you doing? Love to see you all. Thank you for coming. Uh, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. This is Richard Herring's Leicester Square, Square Theatre Podcast. I am Richard Herring, but all the cool kids are calling it Rahelestaper. Quite a lot of cool kids in. That's good to see. I like it when cool kids come. Uh, uh, you may wonder why I came in. I've just run a, a, a half marathon yesterday. That's what that was about. Thank you. I got all the way around. <laughs> Uh, in uh, 2 hours 37 minutes and 41 seconds just getting inside the 2 hour 38 minute barrier (laughs) that all serious athletes are aiming for it's about 45 minutes off my personal best so I was very (laughs) pleased as you can imagine Uh, and I I was glad glad to get round you always see like someone in trouble uh, and there was a really horrific man screaming in agony at mile 12 I hope he is still alive (laughs) He was making so much noise that I think he probably was still alive, but it was absolutely terrifying. It's such a fun event uh, until someone ruins it by dying. But think of the sponsorship. So um, <laughs> uh, you may wonder why I've come on uh, with a, a tennis racket. Uh, if you've seen uh, the first two episodes of this series, I'm amazed because the second one isn't even out yet. Uh, and the first one came out today. But we were beset by a plague of flies. Uh, who apparently were here because some born-again Christians who were in the theatre had left some rubbish around or something. Or it might have been a miracle from God. (laughs) Or it might have been a punishment from God. That is more likely. So there were loads of flies. Uh, So this is a present I have just received today. Uh, It comes from uh, Adrian Reynolds, who was in the audience. He said, uh, I've been there for the fly fun on Monday. I thought you might need this for the future. What this is, is a, it's a tennis racket, but if you touch a button, it becomes electrified, and then you hit. <laughs> it's quite good fun, although it does say on the... Um, it does say on here, uh, this executioner... It's called an executioner, which I like. <laughs> They've made it like a tennis racket, and then they just thought, let's call it an executioner anyway. They could have thought of a tennis-based pun. Uh, Maybe we'll think of one later for it. Uh, It produces static electricity, charge imbalance, push the button and zap mosquitoes, flies, wasps, or any flying or crawling insect. Of your choice, you don't. It doesn't have to be the ones they recommend. Uh, The shock is powerful enough to kill most mosquitoes. That doesn't sound that powerful to me. (laughs) Some mosquitoes are fine. It can take the wings off a fly. It's a shame there are no flies around. Uh, No messy splats on the wall or dangerous chemical sprays. The executioner is composed of only the highest quality materials and is guaranteed for one year. (laughs) It's indispensable for those who sit outdoors, camp or barbecue, or in the Leicester Square Theatre. Warnings! 
Touching the grill with the red light on will result in a shock. Do not zap animals or people. Keep out of the reach of young children. Keep one foot 30 centimetres away from all sensitive electronic equipment. So we've made many, including pacemakers. Have anyone got a pacemaker in the front row? Um, uh, keep dry at all times. Keep metal objects away from the grill. Does anyone want to be electrocuted to find out what it is? Do you want to be electrocuted, Tom? No? Do you want to be electrocuted, Butler? Do you want to give, you give it a go? Uh, Yeah, you've got to go. You've got to buy the video to see that. There, she is. Did it hurt? Did it hurt? Sorry. Did it hurt? Um, marginally. Marginally. You're very brave. What's your name? Uh, Ruth. Thank you, Ruth. Thanks for being. That was much more scary than I thought it would be. But that's quite good to just have on hand, isn't it, for a heckless? I was. I didn't think it really sparked. I hope I got that on film because I was just pointing. Are you? You're a tennis player. So it's, I'm used to being electrocuted by tennis rackets. Who do you, if you play, if you're a tennis player who plays only during electrical storms, then yeah, this must and uses your hand as a ball. Uh, I'm into sadomasochistic sex, so it's, it's actually, I am quite used to that. Well, terrific, look, we've only got our first guest for, oh, fuck, uh, for a limited time, so I'm going to get straight on uh, and introduce her. I know you've all come to see her. Uh, she is probably best known as Mrs. Lily Lemon from Hotel Trouble. That is her most famous role. Will you please welcome Miranda Hart, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully. There she is. Come in, sit down. Take out a microphone. We've got, these are, new, these are special new, we've never had these I like before. them. Ru who's Ruth? There, she just Oh my God, you're so brave. What's happening? <laughs> Someone's gonna die. She went full, full on as well. The palm of her hand, she really wasn't. frightening. Could have gripped the thing and then been stuck. I could have oh. just let the button go, but I wouldn't have done. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I hope I caught it on film. I was, I was, so it was, there was an actual flash no, of electricity. I did a jump, I jumped. <laughs> I thought she might be dead. Uh, so, <laughs> how are you doing? Thank you for coming along. My pleasure, this Good. is fun. I'm, I'm enjoying myself already. So we'll get this out of the way, because this is what everyone will ask you about. So yeah. what was it like? How was it in hotel trouble? Being <laughs> Mrs. Lee. <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> I like it. Show. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember like, anything um, about it. It oh. was a, like a child's version of Forty Towers, from what I recall. Not yeah. that I'm obsessed with children's television. Does have a little hat on. Tiny. I, I haven't watched it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you knew your shizzle about it. No, I just go through IMDb.com. Oh, I pick see. On, pick on the most obscure. I genuinely thing. remember nothing. <laughs> The high all Not the way Liz through. Not Miss Lemon, that's 30 Rock. What was no. she called? Mrs. Lemon. Mrs. Lily Lemon. Lily Lemon. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great day. It's a great show. <laughs> really enjoyed it. All right, it. well, we'll move on to another obscure role. Yeah. Uh, in which uh, the star of this movie, which I'll call it a movie, yeah. was amazing. Mm. You were in a film called A Very British Cult. Has anyone, yeah. anyone seen that? Yeah. It's got... <laughs> This is going to be awkward when you find out who the star is. <laughs> it is pretty. It's uh, I was I was the star. Which Terry. <laughs> one of it's one of my three three acting roles I've done. What were the other two? Uh, well, I've probably done more than I've done, I've, I was. Uh, and you can choose your friends, which is a thing I co-wrote, which I oh, wrote, yeah. and then yeah. was in, um, in which I mainly had sex with a pretty actress most of the way through. Well, perk of writing. But it is. Yeah. You're not averse to a little bit of to that yourself. Well. 
Well, I don't go around right seeing the pretty girls no. in my show, no. You, sh- you can do if I you can. want. You can. But Not you've got, like, a couple well. of bows in your sitcom. Yeah, a couple of casting of tall men is yeah. always yeah, <laughs> a job. Uh, and I've also was I've done quite a few. I can't think of anything else I've been in. Oh, I did a, a, a short film called Hard to Swallow, which is really good. Okay. In which I played a, a man who ate lots of potatoes. Smash! I was making mashed potatoes right. and, and ate them, and then uh, I had to take some cocaines. Not really. It was, it was just acting. Sounds brilliant. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, and then there was I, don't, I won't tell you. It's a very short film, and there's yeah. a surprise at the end. But you have to watch. Doesn't it doesn't sound as good as a very British cult. No. Though. So what do you remember? What do you remember? It was filmed in Western Superman. It was <laughs> yeah. in about two thousand and three or four, something like that. A one actually. It, was it that far? Two thousand and one. Yeah. My God. I know with Emma Kennedy. Yeah. Who else was in it? Uh, Joey McNulty Gus thingy from uh, Gus and Gus thing. and thing the bloke from The Thick of It Joss's Giants the star of Joss's Giants oh. no anyone know yeah. you know what I mean uh, he was in it who's <laughs> that uh, I can't remember he's really I've gotten really well with him and now I'm embarrassed because I, I should have looked at his name to, uh, before <laughs> from my MDV he was a nice guy I think you might. Who played your husband? You were married. You, you were only. Gus Brown, who yeah, was, was Brown. five foot four. Yeah. So that was funny. It was fun. Our children would be perfect. We were, we were waiting for Jesus. We were waiting for Jesus we were waiting to return. For Jesus to return. And then um, you went off. I went to a service station where I, I thought he was going to return. Yes. And met him, but he was just an actor in the local Jesus Christ superstar. It's a genius bit of film writing. You've wrecked, you've wrecked. Who for some it. reason was uh, trying to advertise his play in a service station. Dressed as Jesus, It always yes. seemed a bit odd, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I decided to ruin it because I had a hunch they probably weren't going to immediately look it up. <laughs> you can get it, it's on, uh, you can watch it on YouTube. YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. The YouTube, the YouTube. I prefer. I'm, you're very good in it. I'm, I, I'm surprised I didn't get any other roles uh, as, a res- <laughs> as a result of that. Now, you are very posh, even though you say you're not. You've got like about five. Your, your Miranda Hart isn't even your real name. It's part is two of your names, but it's not yeah. one of them. Yeah. They're really you're called Miranda Catherine Hart Dyke. Yeah. Didn't want to go for Miranda Dyke. Ditch the Dyke. <laughs> I ditched the dyke. Did you? My grandma's like, I don't understand why I get rid of the dyke. It doesn't sound well. It also means... Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a real name. I think if you're a proper actress, you can probably do Miranda Hart Dyke, can't you? Yes, I think so. But as a comedian, it's like... You're setting yourself up for the jokes at you. Well, it looks than... like a joke named Miranda Dyke would look like you thought was yeah. the funniest. You think, oh, I've got to come up with a really funny. It's yeah. like Richard Herring, basically. I've come up with a really funny comedy yeah. name. Well, it could be Randy Dyke. Yeah. And then that would be proper funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll start becoming Randy Dyke. If we bring Carry On Films back, I mean, you'll yeah. be amazing at Carry On. We should bring Carry On Films What's back, that? and you should be in them. Miranda Hart. <laughs> Playing Randy Dyke. <laughs> um, but you are content. I'm, I'm very interested in genealogy. Okay. And you can trace your family back to the 12th century, which only really posh people can do. Right. But yeah, I, mean, it goes, all, I think it's. Did you? I don't know. You probably know more than me. I you don't. Know, look I, at your little booklet. It's nice. It's, my, um, my it's very nice. Slithering. I think James I think it goes back to James the first. I think so. It's quite posh. Yeah, but but my, a lot of people can go back to a king, can't they? No. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they, they we probably could if we I knew. They could, yeah. But no, we can't. You and Alexander Armstrong. Alexander Armstrong is related oh, no, to William the Conqueror. He's way posher. He's proper posh. <laughs> he doesn't even disguise it. 
on point on a game show in the does. afternoon of BBC One. <laughs> I mean, you can tell most posh people because they try and disguise it. See, I think you're probably posher than you. Me? No, I'm not. I'm really. I'm less really? posh than I appear. Really? You're yeah. poshing up. <laughs> I'm pretending. This is you poshing up. I've got you and Miles Jupp here today. I've got, I'm really going to have to either go really working class. Yeah. I'm very middle class. My parents are teachers. Right. Whereas all your family seem to be admirals and. MPs and... Yeah, there's a lot of Navy. Navy-based. Yeah, my dad was a captain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a heroic captain in uh, yeah. HMS Coventry in the Falklands War. Yeah. He was the last great sort of naval war hero, my dad. Very right. proud. Yeah. Yeah, the ship went down. I don't know why you're laughing. No, I'm not. <laughs> the ship went down. The ship went down. <laughs> <laughs> the ship went down. <laughs> <laughs> It was a terrible tragedy. A lot of people did die, but you're t- t- you are talking. You find it hilarious. Yeah, but no, he survived. He survived. He did. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's an amazing story, actually. Fifteen minutes it took for that uh, frigate to go down. Yeah, I said frigate. Do it. <laughs> and go down. And go down. I think it, the audience would really have to be. Down, but... the, the audience would really have to be searching for Dublin entendres to yeah. be going. I hope there's going to be some rude sex jokes in this story of one of the worst things that happened in the Falklands War. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you started by laughing in my face about it. I thought you just sort of so funny that I thought it was going to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> then I got nervous. This happened, <laughs> this happened to me the other day. I was in uh, Armenia last month. Right, uh, as you doing are. A, yeah, doing a TV show um, uh, with David... David Baddiel. Um, I yeah, got him his correct name. That's what my dad calls him, so that's his name. Uh, and we had to spend loads of money in Armenia. It was a really weird job that we had. Uh, but there was a translator from Armenia, and they really hate Turkey in Armenia, like because there was a right. big, there was a, basically a genocide. Turkey, there was a war, and Turkey kind of basically killed yeah. loads of Armenian people, and then stole Mount Ararat and loads of Is that the funniest territory. Thing ever to you? She started talking. <laughs> she started talking about. The, the, oh, she's no. the, but she was quite a nice lady. She said, you know, she started talking about Turkey. Go, oh, I hate Turkey. And I thought this is like where you go anywhere. And yeah. they start going, oh, we hate the next door country. And I sort of went, ah. And she said, it is no laughing mess. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to sort of stand there for the rest of the conversation, sort of trying Try to change. Well, trying to make the smile. I couldn't go straight to not smiling because yeah. that would look like I was yeah. laughing. I had to, I had to kind of just gradually just take, yeah, take it, it down. down. <laughs> to... Yeah. I, I wasn't, See, acting. Yeah, it was yeah. I wasn't laughing at the short slaughter no. of Armenians. And if I had to side with anyone now, I've been to Armenia, I do hate everyone from Turkey. Right. Uh, but, um, Are you the type of person who laughs when someone tells you bad news? And people, that must be really awful. <laughs> When you just go, I've got something really bad, and you can see them starting to smile. I find it difficult not to laugh yeah. at most things. It's a natural response. Also, I kind of don't listen very much. Right. I'm a bit deaf. And, so know. someone's telling you a story, and you don't know where it's going, yeah. and you just end in a laugh, and they've just, just said that their dad's has died. Shit, sorry. Yeah. But your dad is not... No. ...did not die, luckily. It, Fortunately, he's, <laughs> he's survived. <laughs> He's a hero. Uh, so, but so, <laughs> and you went to you went to school with Claire Balding. I went to school. She's posh. Uh, Claire Balding. Yeah, she was my head girl at school. Yeah, yeah. A few years above me, way old. And uh, and you uh, went to the same school as Kate Middleton went to as well. Yeah, not at the same time. Right. But, but if things she... had gone differently. That could yeah. have been. Yeah. Well, there's Harry. <laughs> there is Harry. He's more fun, isn't he? <laughs> Harry, mm. yeah, I think that's that's about my match. It's my level. Uh, but Kate was only there for two terms. Rumor has it she got bullied, but apparently it's because 
She couldn't possibly stare down a house school for girls because they only did lacrosse, not hockey, so she had to leave immediately, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> these are these tricky, so, you know, troubled times when yeah. you're boarding school. Lass. It is, it's a different world. It's, tough, it's, it's, tough like, world. it's like you're from Harry Potter, literally. <laughs> that's, that's what we, the rest of us think. Quite a lot of my fans probably went to public school. Who went to private school here? Cheer now. Quite a few, more than I, more than I thought. Yeah. Are they just your friends have come along? <laughs> Though actually, it's a girl. I'm very happy about it. I loved school. Did you, hate, did you not like? No. Oh, didn't like. Oh, wow. No. Why? What was wrong with school? Oh God. <laughs> Words again. My, all my family are teachers. You've just insulted me very well. Now you're just laughing in my face <laughs> as I say something serious. What went wrong? Was all girls? Was really? Was it really boring though, or did occasionally? <laughs> did they get? There are no boys around. Let's just practice kissing. Did that ever happen? No. Uh. No, there wasn't. Did that ever happen to you? No, there really wasn't. No. Yeah, I look back. Incredibly. Not. Yeah, no, there wasn't. They bet it was happening. <laughs> just no one fancied you two. That was, that was, that was, after the show, if you two yeah. want to get together, make up for lost, or during the show, actually, we are filming it. Uh, I, can, I can spank you with this. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's always going to be good. Uh, I'm going to go to an emergency question, not because oh, yeah. this is what I do, but I've got an, I'm very excited because I've got a new emergency question. Okay. I usually ask people what would they rather have, yeah. a hand made of ham or an armpit that dispenses sun cream. Oh, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to oh, ask you. Okay. I'm going to ask you instead, yeah, this yeah. comes out of something that happened in the first podcast of the series, would you rather have a tit that dispensed talcum powder, okay. or, this is a new thing I made up today, I'm very proud of this, yeah. and this is going to be the new one, there's nothing can go wrong with this one. We're never going back to the old one. It's either a tit that you go, yeah. and like, and it's everlasting, the talcum powder yeah. is everlasting. It won't, with the ham hand and the armpit sun cream, yeah. it dried up or you know, had to wait for it to grow right. back. With the talcum powder, it'll just be one tit. Is this one of your puff, moves, little, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to do it to myself. I'm married okay. now, I can only touch my own tits, okay. not even my wife's. Uh, and um, this it's is all... because you're squeezing her tits. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> get off, Richard. Where's the talcum powder? Yeah. Uh, or, squeeze, so yeah. this, or a finger that can travel through time. <laughs> but just, so what, just, so just, just your finger. Just your finger. <laughs> but, wouldn't that be good, because you could, it could go wherever you wanted. You could like poke people in the face. Or it could get sexy, whatever you wanted. There's not that How many does things. How it work if you poke people in the face, but with where you're at? Well, no, it can be, you could just, it would work. <laughs> but, I'm not just making this up. It would work in that you would go, right, finger, travel back to 1945 yeah. and poke Adolf Hitler in I the face. I see what you mean. Just as he's in his bunker. Yeah. And you'll go, and then your finger would disappear. Yeah. Or it would just, you would just, just, I think you'd just do that. And it would go, you would still feel it on your hand, yeah, but I'd you would look and go, where's my finger? finger. <laughs> and then you might just hear through the portal. Yeah. And I would go, ah, which would what you rather have the talcum But bear in mind, the talcum powder is, would be everlasting. <laughs> so the, <laughs> I reckon you could only probably, the power of the time travel probably once a month, you could do that. Oh, really? I reckon you get bored of it as well. The thing is, talcum powder is, does it have to be, oh, talcum, it's really unhealthy, isn't it? Doesn't it clog all ye pores? Yeah. 
Yeah. It does. It would be it a bad to be, thing to When I was going up, talcum powder was the thing. Yeah. Every, after every bath, covered in mum cover me. That's the thing, right? Yeah. In the 80s, not anymore so much. Does anyone use talcum powder anymore? Ba- for babies, oh, that you can use it on babies' bottoms. If you've got bad sweaty feet, if you're a run- I don't have this running. You could put, you know, put talcum powder on your feet after you've been running. Because I thought it was really bad for you. It stopped you sweating, and all the sweat sucked back up, and you died yeah. or something. I think if it was inside I'm not your. Not a doctor. I haven't thought about it. I think if it was inside your body. That would probably be quite. A, might sort of start desiccating. Up. Yeah. Uh, but it I'd won't be do really that. frustrated about my finger going back because I'd want to be with it. Yeah. Do you, you know could, what I mean? You could hear though. You could. Uh, maybe Can your if you finger just speak through. to you? Did it have the power of speech <laughs> no. as it returns just briefly for a minute just to no. tell you? Because then it could change history if it could speak, but it, and then yeah. everything would change. Yeah. But or you could just be in there up Napoleon's bum or something. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Yeah, just, just no, tonight, Josephine. Fingering history would yeah. be. Yeah. There are probably other things. I've only just thought of two things you could do with a finger. <laughs> yeah. There may be other things. Picking people's nose. You could see. So could do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer the titty talcum powder. Okay, good. That's good to know. Good, uh, good new emergency question. I think you will all agree. Yeah. Uh, if you had invented a tennis racket that could exterminate flies, yeah. what would you call it? Would you call it the executioner? Because I wouldn't, because it's a tennis racket. Can you think I'd, of a better name? I'd That's... call it the tennis Tennis-tomato. Tennis Minator. Tennis Minator. The Serve-minator. No. Uh, good. Uh, so I'm going to ask you another emergency question. Okay. Uh, they're not all. I'll do this. This is from a Welsh child who's also asking. I do have some Welsh children working for me writing questions. Right. But they were asking me a question, or they're asking they've, you. They've asked generic. Every, they've asked everyone okay. questions. There are some specific ones for you. They're not very good. I will sack my. But I'm going to ask you one of the generic questions that came up with the child. Would you rather be a cow or a badger, and why? Well, I've just. I've been living on and off on a farm recently. Have you? Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, I, I've been writing, I'm getting out of London to write, so I'm living in the middle of nowhere on this farm, which I kind of love. And I've discovered the farm, my local farm now tells me that badgers are proper frightening. So they will, I've got a dog, and apparently the badger will go for unprovoked for no reason and kill my dog. Right. That's not good. So that's not good. But then I quite like the idea of getting randomly furious like that. <laughs> and I'm properly terrified of cows. Yeah. Really scared of cows. Even though they're quite cute really but, but they were... charge and kill you yeah but if you were one they probably wouldn't charge me why am I a really unpopular shit cow that gets charged by its own I'm going to be I'm going to be a badger badger yeah that's a good choice shall I yeah. ask you one of the other uh, yeah the um, shitty questions yeah they're not good he's Okay. He's done quite well in the past. It was a question from this child that okay. made Stephen Fry open up like a flower, like a whatever. Oh, let's see what on earth so, is so let's see here. what happens to you. What inspired you to do what? What? Sorry, I'll start again. <laughs> what inspired you to do what you do? <laughs> Which seems to have an implied whatever that is. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm sure he does know who you are. Who this is? Yeah. But whatever you do, what, what inspired you? What inspired you to do whatever it is uh, you do? Boring but true. It was Eric Walken. Right. Yeah. Just seeing him. And the reason was because I'd been told to not be silly that day. 
And I couldn't bear being told to not be silly by my parents. And then I saw on television these two men being really silly and hilarious. And I thought, it's fine for them to be silly, I'm going to do what they do. <laughs> that was it. And I can remember, it. I, was about, I was about seven. So, yeah. And you met Eddie Braben, who was their main writer, just <gasps> who recently died. Yeah, just before he died. About yeah. two, three months before he died. Would you think it was your... Well, I'm not going to laugh. At, <laughs> no, I don't want to laugh at the death of Eddie Braven. That's the last thing you I wanted have. to do. I didn't. You managed to laugh. I stayed. I stayed stony faced. I, I didn't. Kill uh, but Eddie Braven. I did not kill him. No. Okay. No. But that was an amazing thing. He surely. was the nicest yeah. man. He gave me a massive hug. It was really humble and sweet. I cried when I left. Yeah. I couldn't believe I got that close to Morgan Wise. And yeah. Could, you know, it was amazing. And he was. And he was kind of. You know when you meet some comedians who are always on and they have to be telling jokes? Yeah. And normally I find those comedians really exhausting. <laughs> uh, kind of fascinating, but there's... Yeah, we won't, we won't name and shame, but you know what I mean. There are lots of people who have to be on and have to get the laugh. And he was like that, but in such a charming sort of childish way because he wanted you to be having a laugh. It wasn't about him. Yes. It was amazing. He was a great and guy. Did he send you some jokes? And he, he, sent me, he sent me an email... Uh, just before Christmas, said Happy Christmas. Here are ten new Eddie Braben jokes. Wow! And it, yeah, and you could just hear Eric Morecambe saying them. But then it was also really weird because they were so old. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they were so of their time. But yet you could think if Eric Morecambe said that, he's such was his genius that we would laugh now. I think things like um, one of them was, "I must take the dog out." Uh, I must take the dog out. It's been in the oven for two hours. Nice. <laughs> you know, just sort of really shitty joke. Someone do really. <laughs> good thing is we don't have to pay him either. That's the good thing. So we got he got his joke. Yeah. But Eric Could Walker. You... Was... <laughs> Sorry, go. No, I'm but a... Eric would make that funny. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. You made it funny. That was good. That was. Thanks. Let's get all ten of them out. Thanks. <laughs> so we'll go back to the proper question. We might have another question from the young Mr. Evans. Later, but that wasn't, okay. wasn't very good. I could have asked that question. Oh, right. Wasted my time. I won't ask a question from Miles Jupp. Um, so I have this quite a lot in, in reverse. Yeah. That you are occasionally addressed as sir or mister by yeah. people. Oh, do you get... I, get, I often get mistaken for a woman. Do you? <laughs> Only in airports, but or on Why planes. Why in airports? Don't know. I was, I went, when I went to Armenia, the first, yeah. it, was, it was five o'clock in the morning and I went through, uh, I went through the scanners and the guy said, Madam, can you put your... <laughs> Back here, but, and then I turned around, and then I had a kind of full beard, yeah. and uh, it's like a 1970s, it's like an Eddie yeah. Braben joke. Uh, and then his mate, he went, "Oh, sorry, sir," and his mate was really pissing himself, which I, <laughs> I don't think they're allowed to do because if you're not allowed to make a joke with them, are they? You, so he should, they should no. not ever laugh because you can't go, "Oh, there's a bomb in here." Yeah. So because then you'd be arrested. They can't. They shouldn't be allowed to make no, jokes. No, it's not fair. Has anyone ever kept looking at your face and still <laughs> kept going with the conceit? <laughs> Does that have interest? No, I don't think so. But when I'm clean shaven, I mean, yeah. I would be a quite an unattractive woman. I, I mean, I'm know. not a great looking man. Yeah, but I, I think you're a very good looking <laughs> thank man. Thank you very much. I, just, yeah. I was going for those Even flirting. better looking woman. Oh, do you think so? <laughs> yeah. If I had tits that squirted talcum yeah. powder. <laughs> You'd be fine. Um, I wish I could do sound effects much better than just... Make a different sound than that. So that, does that happen on a? Is it when yeah. pr presumably from? I mean, because you're tall and yeah, it's. I don't behind. think anyone's kept looking at my face and <laughs> said, "Sir, I hope not. <laughs> I haven't erased that." But yeah, a lot, a lot, yeah. just in shops and stuff. You know, thank you, sir. And they're looking up. And, 
and I love watching their faces. <laughs> Initially, when it first because I had long hair till I was about 29, so it started when I had short hair, and initially I was just mortified, and it was just really scar me. I'd really struggle with it, and then I found it hilarious. So I just, I just vary the way I look at them, and sometimes I just go. <laughs> 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 to see how embarrassed they go. Yeah. And just vary my response to it, so it's quite amusing. But, uh, yeah, no-one's continued to look at me, luckily, yeah. so sad. But someone from uh, the back, my gate is obviously quite manly. Right. Because I had, sir, sir, you've dropped something, as I was walking away, and I obviously didn't turn around. <laughs> and he was getting a bit, sir! <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around, I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's well, that means I'm very womanly from behind because I'm only mistaken for women from behind. Yeah, but that's the hair. It's the hair and, and the bottom. And the, yeah, a very maybe, womanly bottom. Maybe you've got a sort of hip chasse. Apparently, I sort of really lollop, like from <laughs> side to side. So that's more manly. We could do an hilarious cross gender film where we, we have could. to, for some reason, Let's pretend to be the opposite gender than we are. It could, <laughs> it yeah. could work out. Um, and you're very sporty, or which is maybe a surprise. You, you. Uh, <laughs> Because you make your living being slightly ungainly and not the no, you're, yeah. you're fat. You're very slim at the moment. You've obviously oh, thank. <laughs> at the moment, because yeah. you know, as yeah. it can always go the other way. It can. Uh, it can. Yeah, because I'm, just... you know, as you've noticed, pretty felt myself. No, uh, you're we... looking good. Is all thanks, I was trying to say. Thanks, I would definitely do you if cult, I wasn't married. Actually. And maybe if I am married, I might yeah. still do it if there well, was time. Well, there's a little room backstage. Our children be the right height as well. They would. They well, would. Uh, luckily, my wife is a little bit taller than me. So oh, that's, really? Yeah, so I'm hoping that will balance out. Is that, yeah. That they might just, you know, I See, go I to See, I think extremes. that's a real man who can have a woman who's taller. Yeah. That's an alpha male right there. Absolutely. Yeah. I like it. Like, like, a lot of her taller friends say, oh, do you have to wear flat shoes? And yeah. Stuff like that. No, I really like having a much taller wife. That's yeah. nice. See, I don't think I could go out with a smaller guy. Can't you? No. Yeah. Well, it's a shame. It's once a shame. you've uh, sampled the goods down here, yeah. then uh, no you, going back. you think you might change your mind. Yeah. Uh, like a poodle can have sex with a great dame. Yeah. It can happen. Yeah. A great poodle. Um, what, are you saying I'm saying Miranda's a dog now? Is what you're saying? That's, that's not what I'm saying. No, thanks for the compliment. No, I've yeah, been trying thank to. You. I've, got, it was, you know, I've got a bit of weight to go, but I'm, I'm trying. Um, me too. Yeah. I'm trying, but I ate a massive pizza and yeah. a whole pack of minstrels yesterday. But yeah. I did run 13.1 miles. So I, think I, was I ate right. a pie earlier, so yeah. But, uh, but you, um, um, what were you talking about? You had a trial that? for QPR, the football. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> In the women's it's football true. team, they the didn't mistake you for a man. Or you, son, come in here. You're even wearing, you're almost wearing the QPR top there. The I, hooped, I, I, the I genuinely top. wouldn't know. Am I? <laughs> Nearly. Um, yeah, no, I played, I played football with friends at university and they're all, you know, all the lads going, oh, you're quite good, you know. And so then me and a mate went, perhaps you really are actually really good. And, so we went, <laughs> and QPR ladies had a sixth division. We thought, surely they're going to be shit. Surely. And then they, I arrived and they got quite excited because they saw the height. They thought she could be defence, she could be up front. You know. Yeah. Peter crouching it all the way. And uh, I was really bad. <laughs> They're really good. And then I had a massive argument with my mates who said they were sort of first team at their schools kind of thing and then trying to carry on into uni, whatever. And they said we would definitely beat a, the, Brit the um, England girls' football. 
Right. And I was like, there's no way you would. We had this, and they were convinced that they would beat them. Right. And I'm right, right, there's no way. They're actually, although they look rubbish on telly, they're actually really good <laughs> at the football. So the boys, the boys thought they could beat the The English. boys thought they could beat yeah. the England girls football team. That's what boys are like. I remember, no. I remember Jenny being 10 years old and yeah. I wasn't good at football. The kid, one of the kids who was good at football as a 10-year-old said if the, the Fairlands Middle School second years right. played Liverpool, who were the top of the Premiership, <laughs> one time out of 100, they would beat them <laughs> just by the law of averages. And yeah. I said, you would never no. beat <laughs> Only if a lightning struck and killed everyone in yeah, the Liverpool then team. You would. Then you still might not win. To be honest, I was convinced because I wanted to be a hundred meter sprinter. I was convinced yeah. that I could beat Sebastian Coe at, at some sprinting. Point. Sprinting. Well, so really when I wrote to Jim will fix it, I yeah. hate to bring things back to Jimmy Savile. <laughs> okay. But things always do tend to come <laughs> back to Jimmy Savile. Uh, I said, I w- "Please can you fix it for me to run against Sebastian Coe?" But will you tell him um, to run normally and not let me win? <laughs> <laughs> Because I really genuinely want to see how far behind I would be. Right. I could bear the thought of him patronising my sprinting. At 100 metres, though, because he's not a 100-metre runner, Sebastian. Mm. Okay. So he might not <laughs> no, be that so good. Maybe that was the part of the... Because I can't sprint at all, but I can... Right. I used to be all right at middle distance. Yeah, running. I can't run more than 20, me- uh, 20 metres, 20 minutes. Right. I can't, I just... So maybe what the film is, is that yeah. you want to become... The female yeah. um, middle distance champion runner, right. but you can only run for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Then I take over with my womanly with your game. long hair. And you pretend to be me. I think we look quite similar. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that could be... Think we could do 12 nights together. I just died inside. <laughs> I don't think anyone would spot the difference. Do you think facially we look quite similar? No, and, and, and in all in ways, every way. in height. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so do you do do you still do running now sprinting unless unless as a child or professionally is absurd i mean you don't you know unless i did it professionally i wouldn't sprint 100 meters would i where where and when I go would you down do to that? the track let's go have just, a quick 100 meters i mean how does it work i just i just wouldn't what's well, on the street i'm just gonna mark this out and i'm just gonna <laughs> In the part, you'd look a bit mentally... You'd look like you're doing interval training, but if you just yeah. did 100 metres and stop, like, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it just sort of doesn't... What was, your, what was your record 100 metres time? Uh, 12.06. Wow. Yeah. And then yeah, a guy... Listen to that. that was the low sound of impressed men there. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That was fast. She's like, well, fast. That is very... Oh, look. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh no. Oh, Oh. See, for the people who didn't know, we did just see a flying. Just think we've gone mental. I've got to get ready. It was a little tiny one. It would be very yeah, cruel really to small. take it out with this. It was this. really small. Last week it was like blue bottles just flying in everyone's face. So I was very oh, embarrassed. Oh, but it would have been hilarious with that. We would have had so much fun. Can I do you again to make up? No, don't. She will die. Okay. Anyone else want to crack on it after seeing what happened last time? It was good fun. I'll ask another question from uh, from Ben Evans. Watch out. Did if you it? see the fly coming again, do shout out. And we'll, it's like a pantomime now. It'll be fun. <laughs> Let's see uh, what the other questions... See, again, I don't understand most of these questions. Yeah. Can you talk about that thing you did? <laughs> 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 I don't think he's saying, can you talk... I mean, he's not questioning your ability to talk about a thing you did. He's just saying, will you talk about... Where you were singing with a bunch of other people... And some people gave you money. (laughs) 
carol singing <laughs> oh it would have been fame academy yes maybe it was comic relief yes that was horrendous i hated every minute of that oh it just because no one knew who i was and so that's mortifying anyway because people are going you're one of those that people are going is that doing it celebrity name academy <laughs> that word anyway is hideous and then I can sing alright like the teacher said you're alright at singing and in public my throat literally completely constricts I'm so terrified of it <laughs> and I had to do let's get physical Olivia Newton-John which is apparently hilarious so I was like the comedy t- let's get <laughs> so frightened and a headband the whole thing oh, I hated it and Tara Palmer Tompkinson was part of the thing. Right. She's mental. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Uh, she's really, really... She was, what just, and what that, was the worst, most... She just thinks like... She's a seven-year-old trapped inside a 39-year-old woman's So she'd storm in to the makeup room in just her pants and a pair of boots. Does anyone like my boots? <laughs> You're like... 39. That's what a seven-year-old would do, and you think it really cute and hilarious. Yes. She's just really weird. She beat you then? She won. Did she? That's how dire the whole thing was. She won. Wow. It must have been a while ago, because she's not really a celebrity anymore. No. It was 2007. Was it? So it was like literally just before you sort of broke into... Well, did your radio show was 2008, wasn't it? Yeah. I I did Hyperdrive. Of course, you were in Hyperdrive. We can't forget that. Yeah. Oh, there's a... I l- someone, someone, what I like about this, you Miranda, the one who watched it. someone shouted, I liked it, and no one had said anything yet. It was like a very defensive, supportive act. Well, I liked it. I liked I it. Don't, no one said no one didn't like it. Oh, thanks. There were a few people who watched it. Was. it. Dan yeah. Antopolsky was in it. Da- uh, he probably Nick watched Frost it. Was the lead. Nick Frost was in it. Kevin Eldon. Kevin Eldon yeah. was the actor, Kevin Eldon was the actor. It was yeah. a very good car. It was. Yeah. <gasps> no one shouted out. This could be embarrassing. That's near me. (sighs) It's dangerous as well near electronic equipment. We could both go up. It'd be a great way to go. (laughs) A very slapstick death. (laughs) Imagine imagine that Miranda Hart was killed today (laughs) by um, by a a man hitting her with a tennis racket. People going, ah! A a small woman electrocuted her. Um, (laughs) And you were... The uh, the favourite thing... I don't really watch Not Going Out. Yeah. But I used to watch the opening titles, and my favourite thing about, which I want to make you do now, was in the titles of Not Going Out. Yeah. You would, it would go through the titles, and then you would go, Sorry! <laughs> Can you do that for me now? That's my favourite thing you've ever done. Sorry, no, before I do that, which is weird, yeah. but I will. <laughs> you. Well, you just watched the titles, yeah. and you went, Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it can't get any better than that. It can't get any better than Miranda ever... going, sorry. <laughs> My friend Andrew Collins used to uh, write oh, for yeah, it. Yeah. So I used to take the piss out of him right. and say, that's all I liked about. Have <laughs> you ever watched an episode? I wouldn't it? watch it because he wrote it. So I knew it would be bad. Hilarious. But can, t- can you do the, yeah, so the sorry? You, but you've got to pull, the re- pulling out the plug. Did yeah. you ever realise why yeah. the lights go off? Sorry. It's good. There you go. I'm happy. I mean, of all the things that I have worked at in Did this people... job, that some people like, some people equally think are shit, which is fine. <laughs> I have to say sorry. Yeah. Do yeah. people shout that at you in the street? <laughs> Never once. They go, do the, do the sorry. <laughs> Sometimes people shout, I'm Japanese at me. <laughs> do they? Which is from a tiny part I had an ab fab. Right. And then I'm just like, what? And then I remember. Yeah. 
I'm Japanese! <laughs> It's quite weird. It is. We get that a lot from... I get people chanting things from, like, 1990s radio shows that we did once that I don't have any memory of at all. So I can... can, can. So people could just make things up and shout them at me. I try to make my catchphrases as convoluted and difficult as to say as possible. No one has ever come up to me and said, I like motorcycling me, you know, motorcycling around, round, round, on my motorbike, which goes on for quite a long way. I can't remember the whole... No one's ever said that to me in, in full... Uh, and they were never you were you hoping that was a catchphrase? I was, yeah. I was deliberately <laughs> trying to come up. Do you write a catchphrase? Deliberately? I tr- oh, well, I wrote a sketch for As It Occurs To Me, which I did right. with Emma Kennedy, yeah. another connection. Uh, and uh, the, it kind of failed on the night. It was about me going to a right. motorcycle clothing shop and okay. uh, pretending I liked motorcycling. Right. But I just, like a mad thought. Okay. But no one liked but the sketch. No one liked the sketch. Your catchphrase. So then I just did it every week until people liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought it was good. And that is the way my comedy works, and that is why I am not currently on primetime BBC One. <laughs> like, uh, but it was, it was kind of an incredible uh, rise, and quick rise to going from, to be complete, you know, from being a successful actor and comedian to being like the most famous, almost the most famous comedian in the country, or the most... Well, I you, for you. certainly do not feel that. Do you not? I mean, I think it was like very fun. It was, it was almost it, it, your career had been going on for a while. So it wasn't an overnight oh, yeah. success, no, but I don't feel the change was very very famous. Well, is what you I meant. are very famous, but uh, it kind of the ser- because yeah, it was ten years I think of Edinburgh festivals and whatever before the series. So yeah. it felt like it was sort of slowly growing. But the series did. I was not expecting that. So it did suddenly sort yeah. of. And it was, kind well, of I remember death. hearing it was on the radio. I remember hearing the radio version. Yeah. Of it, and then it seemed to go on TV very fast. And then it was. Straight away was a yeah, it big hit. did yeah quite well on BBC Two. I think they put it on at eight thirty, which they weren't planning to on BBC Two. Haven't seen it, which is probably why it kind of was successful. Cause, yeah, I think people who don't like that kind of comedy, they might know oh, that's not for me. It's on eight thirty, and then families watched it. Yeah, but yeah, it's surreal. It's so surreal. The last five years, I just think what's happened because I just thought, <laughs> oh great, I've got my series. This will die in its house, and no one will watch it. And I remember thinking, how am I gonna? speak to my friends who are in comedy, how they're going to cope. I have to have some lines for them to go, it's fine, it doesn't matter, I'm, it's fine, I know you'll hate it. You could have just showed them a copy of a very British cult. Very British and that cult. would have been like, oh, you were <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah. And if you, if, it, did, was it, did it feel like overnight people were, you know, were you being recognised in the street a lot more and was that hard to cope with? Or um, I'd had a bit of that with not going out and hyperdrive a bit, so there was a very... Sorry. And so... <laughs> like a bit of that. It's so <laughs> uh, so a little bit of it. So it's been a sort of gradual build up to it. But yeah. I, I th- weirdly, the most time I noticed it was when it, series three went to BBC One, and I didn't. And that, and I'd been away for. I went travelling for three months and sort of took some time off sabbatical. Let's call it. Came back and and that was the beginning of this year. And I was wow. I really noticed the difference. I'd yeah. call the midwife had been on as well. So suddenly you go from BBC Two to BBC One, and it was like something like ten million. People on average, it was insane. <laughs> well, it's amazing in, the, in this day and age. That is just an unbelievable it's just amount. Of, very I mean, even Morgan Wise has only kind of got twenty million, and that was when there was only three stations. So to get yeah, or two stations probably. So to get that many viewers is it's quite weird. <laughs> and do you think it partly comes out of the kind of the the Russell Brand, Jonathan Ross? Controversy was at the round about the same time Maybe, with the BBC kind of trying to look, get something that, that wouldn't have people ring. That you're probably unlikely to ring up someone and say I've fucked 
your granddaughter. You yeah. might ring up and say, I fucked your great granddad with my finger through time. <laughs> yeah, through time. <laughs> but you, you're well, unlikely to do that. So yeah. it's kind of, I mean, I really like it. I, I like all kinds of comedy, and, I've, and a lot of people kind of turn their nose up at slapstick. And I think yeah. it's very hard to do slapstick, and there's more to it than slapstick, but I think the, the slapstick you do in the show is incredible. That's that, that clip of you getting out of a taxi and then closing the door and then the taxi pulls away and, the dress and your dress comes off. I think it's it. one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I think it's just... That's that, because that, you're <laughs> seeing my crazy body. It's just brilliantly timed. The whole thing's brilliantly timed. There's a lot of things happening in a very short amount yeah, of time. Yeah. That's, is that picked as kind of... Is that the Del Boy th- falling through the bar moment of uh, Miranda? People mention the, uh, the grave one more, I think. Right. Just because, because oh. uh, I think we've seen people fall in a grave before, but and I felt, oh, I shouldn't do it because I think I'm sure I've seen someone fall in a grave before. But then I thought of the line, I'm so mortified, I wish the ground could just swallow me up before <laughs> it. And I thought that justifies yes. falling in a grave, even if we've seen that before. Yes. So you've got to, you know, always reinvent. But yeah, that I think that's what I'm most proud of. But mainly because it was really terrifying to do, because I'm used to falling to the floor, but you had to f- clear. You know, the debt, so I had to, they had to dig a grave. It was so weird. <laughs> See, I did a joke in a grave, one of my plays, where I jumped in a grave and uh, naked and had tried to have sex with a skeleton. That didn't prove to be as popular as it's your... Less, uh, <laughs> it's less BBC One, isn't it? It was. I don't think... Well, well if you'd said such fun at the end, you know, <laughs> might, might have worked. Just like giving it that light... <laughs> if I turned to <laughs> camera and gone, whoa... Uh, I thought I was the one who was meant to have a boner. That's why I should have done that. Then it would have worked. Uh, Listen. (laughs) (laughs) If I only had thought of that, I had to spoil it all with my naked body, which wasn't... Well, I suppose it was was quite... There was one time I did that. It was was my play called Excavating Rita, which I did in 1997, and it was only on stage, although I have been (laughs) naked quite a lot on TV as well now, I think about it. Uh, But it it always worked, because it was always just so ridiculous seeing me run on. But one day... Nobody laughed at all. And and then it was just me naked Naked about five minutes on stage. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, I've just felt, every other time I felt like, oh, it's the character. I felt like the character. I felt like a proper actor and I thought I'm the character. But I felt like it was me naked. And then I get punched out and fall down and then someone was meant to throw something over me and they threw it over me but it missed. (laughs) So I was just then, I was then just sort of lying on the stage with... With your cock out. (laughs) And there's nothing I could do because so I was... So you've actually to... lived most actors' dream, <laughs> yeah. fair dream. I was naked on such shit I really was. <laughs> I was and I wrote it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wrote I... it and then I've got, as the writer, I thought, oh, this is really good. And then when it came to the first rehearsal, what I was doing, I said, yeah, it doesn't have to, I don't have to be completely naked. But <laughs> the director's going, yeah, you do. Was going, you do. No, no that was... <laughs> I don't think the writer would have meant that. I think he did. Uh, <laughs> it was insane. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, so you're, you're going to do, go on tour? You've got a yeah. stand-up tour? Yeah. I'm going when was the last time you did stand-up? Se- but seven years ago. Right. Yeah. It's not going to work, cool. is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be terrible. I, I stopped. I, I had like uh, three weeks Cheers. off after Edinburgh. And then oh, felt shit when I came rusty. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was rusty as fuck. Have you, yeah. done, have you been done any previews I'm doing yet? lots of sort of secret warm-up gigs. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's all right. I mean... But then that's what, yeah. It's different though, isn't it, for, for how you do... Because I think I'm more theatrical, yes. generally, and also I've created a character that I think people want to see because I, so I sort of have to go with that. 
No, I think so I was that... I was being flippant. No, but I then... think you will be fine. Also, you've got thousands of people who want to come and see you. I'm sort of still grubbing around trying to get these. He will come to see everything. Tom comes to see everything. <laughs> they come, but they're butlers. Those two. Are you? Yeah, they come to quite a lot of stuff. Wow, that's but amazing. But it's you know you probably can't name all of your fans and say and tell and say what they do. I pretty much. She likes being electrocuted. That's what we know about yeah. Ruth. But you're the, you're the godfather of stand-up. <laughs> well, that's you are of podcast, maybe. But see, no, yeah, it goes back. Are... A, goes back. I've been going a long time. Yeah. Is that you better than being very stuff. successful? I, I I don't know because I don't know you or your life. No. What's your life? What's it like being Miranda Hart? This is the one that got oh. Stephen Fry. Just slipped. Was it? Yeah. What's it like, so what, being, well, what's it like that... being Miranda Hart? We asked him, and then he went, I tried to kill myself. How <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Uh, what's it like being Stephen Fry? Is what I asked him. And, he, well, and what, that was it. And that, he opened up. Wow, amazing. What's it like being des- Miranda Hart? Desperate to get some dirt. Really. <laughs> uh, I, I, I genuinely don't feel famous or successful, so I don't feel any difference. We, I don't, you know how some people own that and kind of like, yeah, I'm famous, and will sort of wave at people and expect to be. I just I get kind of slightly embarrassed. Embarrassed if someone recognises me. Right. Sort of, I, I'm, I feel like I'm constantly apologising for what I put on television. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I think it's a very female thing to do and a very British thing to do and a very middle class thing to do. Yeah. Just sort of constantly going, really, really, <laughs> really. So yeah, I don't feel, I don't, I don't own it. I think, but I think most I performers and most comedians feel like one day they're going to get found out and people are going to you're not funny at all because I think it is yeah. a, there's a sort of confidence trick to it which is partly confidence it's partly just getting on with it yeah. but obviously anything you do most people aren't you know if everyone likes something I mean, Morecambe and Wise are probably the only people who get close but I bet you'll yeah. still find someone to go that Eric Morecambe was a really talentless really annoyed cunt. me you yeah. know so it's so it's you've not got to take the people who don't like you so, no. so seriously anyway because it's not what it's about no I don't no. because I always knew that people as many people like the show would hate it I always knew that I was never not, it's just even when people are kind I'm just like really I don't <laughs> but you know how some people I, I'm trying to think of an example of someone who kind of owns their fame they just sort of like it and they well there are I think there are a lot of and love it and need it well, someone like some people really like someone like David Williams, for example, seems to love being famous. Loves being famous, and that's fine because I think most, yeah. most a lot of people want to become famous and you know and then yeah. pretend they don't, which yeah. I think is worse than just embracing it. Yeah. He seems to like having lots of celebrity friends and marrying yeah, supermodels. No, he likes and, being famous. Uh, yeah, sounds quite good actually. Now, <laughs> sounds quite good, doesn't it, man? Uh, but, uh, and, yeah. I wanted to be famous yeah. and then am and find it really odd and don't like it so it's a really weird I'm um, flip the coin yeah, yeah it's odd and are you friends with other celebrities or are you friends with the people you were friends with before you were famous uh, I'm still friends with all the friend, uni friends and yeah. school friends but uh, I love I'm just a fan of showbiz and comedy and th- so I love meeting people yeah so I get really excited and then you suddenly become friends with Dawn French Jennifer Saunders is like wow what's happened to my life <laughs> that's cool but yeah and I've got a few a few comedy friends yeah yeah, and it's it is kind of a, it's a it's a very odd thing, and I think you can see why people do because it's it become you know because it's hard. I think if you get very famous, it's hard to go out and yeah. I think I have well, not found this. <laughs> I've said, to, to, I was doing this run yesterday, and I had my name, I had Richard written on yeah. my running vest, yeah. and people going, "Go on, Richard!" And there's a part of me going, "Yeah," and then going, "Oh no, they've just read, <laughs> <laughs> they've just <laughs> just read my name." But do you want to be? 
more famous than... I would like to be slightly more famous. Oh, really? I'd like to get 50 more people coming to see every gig <laughs> I do, uh, but not much more. I've, you know, I think it's a big... It's a real difficult balance. And 10 years ago, I'd have liked to have been... 10, 15 years ago, I'd have liked to have been the most famous comedian in the world. Okay. And I'd like to have been, you know, all of those things yeah. to come with that. Uh, but now I sort of feel that it's actually real. It's, it's very fortunate in a way to be at the level I'm at that people will still largely come and see me, yeah. enough of them to, to make a living, and I can still do what I want to do. Because yeah. I think there, there comes a point where you're so successful that you kind of lose a bit. You seem to have kept very good control of it, but you lose a bit of control of what you can and can't do and then you're getting too many offers and you can, yeah. get, you can get taken down the path of people going, oh, go to Armenia and spend some money and then you could do that every week. Yeah. You can do shows like that every week and then forget to do the things th you want to do. I think money, come, I think if you like money, that's the problem. Yeah. So I, I sort of don't have, I don't have an extravagant taste or need money. So I've been able to turn down adverts and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't, and I don't have kids, so I, don't, I don't need money. If you know what I mean. But that, that's the problem, I think. Is, is a love of money. The, then that brings a whole level of... You're then in a world that your other friends can't sort of join in. Yeah. So, so there are some benefits for working with the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Satire! <laughs> just, but you just, but, you know, just spend... Whenever I've had money, I've sort of spent it. Me too. Because then I'd, otherwise I fear that I won't do any work, which is why I work what? quite hard, because I feel I have to pay work hard to pay my mortgage yeah. or whatever. Well, I spend it because I just think you can't take it with you. Yeah. And you worked hard, so you deserve a holiday. That's true. Yeah. So that's why I shall never yeah, be rich. Let's, let's have a holiday. Let's have fun. <laughs> Danny Baker says that. He says he just spends all the time. Did you hear Yeah, yeah, it, yeah that's great. Yeah, it's amazing. It is great. And he's never got into trouble. He's just kind of thought, let's just be free with it. And he's had, yeah, incredibly generous. I think generous. it's true. I think if you spend it, and then it means you have to work. As long as you can carry on working, it's yeah, okay. If you're it's just if you spend it all, then go, no, we don't want that anymore. We're, yeah, we're fed, yeah, up. Yeah, we're fed up of your midwife-based slapstick. <laughs> Get off the TV. My midwife slapstick. That's, <laughs> That's the two show. things. That's the combination. Couldn't be quite funny? The babies yeah. are quite slippery. <laughs> They are, they are. <laughs> they are very slippery. Um, I'm gonna, I might know the answer to this. I've, this is a new emergency question as well that so far has not borne through. Have you got any unusual phobias? You think you know the I answer I think you've got this? a phobia. I think you have had a phobia. I've had quite a few. I've, yeah. But I know... What the, what's the one you're thinking? I've, I've, I read that it used to be agoraphobic, which is... Yeah, well, sort of not. I take to lay claim to serious agoraphobia. Yeah. I had definitely had a agoraphobic blip. Right. <laughs> and how yeah. did that manifest itself? That's when you can't go, can't I was go, go out outside. And so I was having panic attacks, so therefore if you, you, the thought of being in the middle of a row, I don't want to alarm you. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, if it, I'd always have to sit on the aisle, the thought of being somewhere where you can't, in a supermarket queue, anything like that, if you had a panic attack then, it'd be really embarrassing because you'd have to sort of extricate yourself. And yeah. It was that. I used, to, I, th I used to find it very difficult being in crowds yeah. when like, you're out and about, which is weird because I wouldn't mind being in front of crowds, but no, I wouldn't exactly. like to be in the middle of the crowds. Yeah. But I did kind of overcome that a bit. But I think I was, it's sort of insecurity and shyness. And, yeah, I think so. I'm yeah. int an introvert, naturally, I think. Yeah. Which is weird, but a lot of actors are, I think. They sort yeah. of get... But I have a fear of a real... And this is a thing, apparently. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Choking. Oh, my wife has this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but she, she genuinely does. Does she? 
I don't know what to say. We're all we all we're all thinking. Yes, maybe, so it's she genuinely fine. she genuinely does. She she um she used to be a comedian. My wife she used to joke about um actually there was a joke she did about uh, practicing fellatio by choking on a carrot. Right. But then within about two months of us getting married, yeah. she choked on a carrot, and uh, luckily I was in the house. She was eating ca- like carrot. She battles. was just eating them. She was she was just she eating them. So they just were having a little laugh. They were batons, and she's batons. used to slightly bigger, bigger things than that. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> slightly bigger. Just slightly bigger. Uh, but she kind of got what she, I, she she was choking and then really panicked. Yeah. And I think she was all right. I hit her on the back, which apparently isn't the right thing to do. But then, oh, according to the I app I have, it is the right thing to do. But I was on on the plane back from Armenia. I was slightly choking on some water, and the air hostess made a big thing saying, "We used to be meant to slap you on the back, but now you're not meant to do that." Because health and safety, says we mustn't. <laughs> well, you're meant to just cough. You meant to, actually oh, right. coughing will bring, will probably right bring. That's too many oh, in my head. Too... Can small. I risk it? I It'd be it would so go amazing. The hole. It's so uh, small. Yeah, it would be an amazing shot if I get it. Yeah, it would. that's why it'll kill most mosquitoes because most. most of them will most. get through there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I saved her life anyway. She thinks, but I don't. Think right. She, I, I did hit her on the back. Yeah. So have you ever choked on anything? Well, I asked my mum recently. I said, "Did I choke on something when I was little?" And she went, "No, no, no, <laughs> no, no, you didn't." I went, "Ah, oh, okay." So obviously something happened. But yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah, but mm. yeah, it's all alright. I hate that thing when you 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 start checking on your own saliva. Do you ever get that? (laughs) With nothing, and just (coughs) okay. No no one gets mental. That's no one gets. (laughs) Or a bit of water, you feel like an idiot. Yeah, choking on water. No, that doesn't. What happened to you? Yeah. What is this Armenian show? I actually can't wait. It's it's called. uh, I think it's called Spending Dave's Money. It's like Brewster's Millions. Okay. They give okay. you like a big wadge of money and you have to spend it in it's a day. It's not actually David's. It's not, it wasn't David Baddiel's money. No. He wouldn't have been up for that. No. But he, <laughs> he always has a big case of money with him anywhere he goes. Just carries so. it around. So I've just got to check. Oh, we still have got time. That is good. Uh, I'll ask you the final question from uh, young Mr. Evans. Oh, yeah. What did you do on the CBBC programme Stupid and what was it like? Oh, okay. That's not the kids' show. <laughs> it is. Well, yeah, he's, the, he's very are... obsessed with kids' shows, this idiot, but so am I. Can't wait till well, Mars jumps quite, on. I, yeah. <laughs> I quite like this sketch. I played a vet. Right. And um, the cat... Well, was I the owner? No, I was the vet. And it, um, somebody brought in a windy cat. <laughs> and so there was lots... We had a real cat, and then there was lots of... <laughs> the person who watched Hyperdrive thinks this is hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and then there was a wind machine, so we constantly had to have with my hair going like that. Right. I, th- I thought it was really funny, but yeah. I find farts funny. Yeah, they are funny. They They're definitely in are life funny. and on television or comedy. I, that's a, I saw a good thing today, which you could use in a sketch. Oh, yeah. I've got a sketch. This is oh, what, yeah. your, what your uh, like aunts mother. and uncles say to you. <laughs> yeah. I saw a good thing today. Yeah. But the, uh, I was in a toilet, and the hand, it was one of those handrails that keeps on going off yeah. every time you go near it. Yeah. But it was very powerful and facing and just going really down into the floor. Right. And so everything just sort of floated around like it was I've brilliant. done that. Have you done that? Yeah, with popcorn. <laughs> yeah. In the toilet. Because it happened to my brother-in-law, and he went to the cinema. Mother's five year old son, yeah, and a five year old son really excited. Dad's trip, and they put their popcorn down and put on the hand dryer. Wow. And my nephew's screaming down the popcorn. <laughs> so it's like being in the episode of The Simpsons when they're in space and all those ants. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
It's good. Use so it. So I did that. Put I that have. In, uh, put that in one of your uh, scripts. Have you done it already? I have done it. It's been on the television. Thanks for watching. Okay. <laughs> if it wasn't in the opening titles of Not, not going, going Out, out then I won't have seen it. You haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and have you ever seen a ghost? Do you know? Yes. Yeah. Have you? Great. I'm Last. S- I'm still sceptical. I don't hey. know what ghosts are. I don't know if I believe in ghosts. However, I don't know the answer to this thing where I was staying in this old convent with my aunt and uncle in Gibraltar and my cousins were in one room then there was a bath interconnecting bathroom with two with a door to their room and then me and my sister were in the other room and I went to the loo in the middle of the night and there was a story of a nun that had been bricked up in my cousin's bedroom right and I was like bollocks bollocks nun you know a ghost don't exist and anyway I went to the loo in the middle of the night and a door opened to their room uh, and somebody walked through and opened the door into my room and carried on walking through. And I went, Lizzie, what are you doing? Why don't go into, well, are you going to my bed? I mean, I honestly just thought, I wasn't scared that someone went through. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's weird. Oh. Anyway, so half asleep, went back to bed, turned over and still saw this woman and genuinely just saw someone <laughs> scream so loudly, woke everyone up. And I, I just saw a thing walking along and the doors opened and they were fast asleep. So how do you? You were asleep. I was asleep. But everyone came in. Yeah, that was they they were awake because you'd screamed. So I was asleep when I went to the loo and just yeah, dreamt it. Maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but then the next morning I yeah. told the story and my aunt went, I don't want to talk about it. Right. And then when she left that house, she said it's because three or four people told exactly the same story. I mean, but Had what's the nun been bricked is... up the week before? Because it might just have been an, the nun escaping. Getting out. Yeah. Alive. Yeah. yeah. But so weird. Yeah, it's quite weird. Yeah, and what? And she said, what's weird is that no one was scared. And then you think, yeah, that is weird. I wasn't really scared when she walked past. Us. And then when I saw it, I was a bit kind of... Yeah. Perturbed. Perturbed. What are ghosts meant to be? Well, you know, there's so many different theories. Yeah. Um, my thing thought is that just they're the visions of mentally ill people. Right. <laughs> well, that makes sense in this anecdote. Or very sense people are very sensitive, sensitive. to mentally ill stuff. To, to uh, they're meant health. to be like the spirits of uh, restless on people. The way to you know, someone who's heaven. been bricked up in a wall. Yeah. Probably quite pissed bit, off. Bit angry. Yeah. When they died. Yeah. You know, if you had the opportunity to hang around and come back and, and have a go at people, people off, then you'd you take would. it, wouldn't you? Yeah. If you ever become a ghost, will you come and visit me and let me know what whether it's real or not? What do you want me to do? I don't know, just yeah, some antics. Okay. Get your, your yeah. ghost sheet could be ripped off in yeah. a taxi. <laughs> then I'd know it was you. Okay. <laughs> we could do a rent-a-ghost version okay. with you. Uh, and have you ever seen a Bigfoot? Uh, no, just mine. Yeah. Does everyone say that? Yeah. Is um, that like the bell not going off got in QI? Such, it would be. Well, Shappy did, but no one else has. Everyone else has taken... Shappy got big feet. She did make the Bigfoot joke, but everyone else has taken it in the deadly earnest that it is intended. It is. And yeah. I am quite offended that you have mocked my question. Well, you laughed at my potentially did, dying father. That is... So. What you have done is much worse. But, <laughs> but no my one. feet from my height are quite petite. They're a size oh, they're, eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Size eight? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I wear size eights, but I'm a yeah. little bit, a little bit under. You crazy it's like, fool! My shoes are like my condoms. Uh, so just always <laughs> over exaggerate a little bit. Uh, and um, do you ever eat a spat the vegetable asparagus? 
Yes. Um, it's good to know. Uh, yeah. When you go to the toilet after green eating asparagus... Wee. No, it's not green. It's not green. It stinks. Does it, does it smell? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a sign of... No, just, it's, you know... It's sexual Dave... magnetism. <laughs> no. Dave Gorman, uh, we had a discussion about it, but some people can't smell their own asparagus wee. Some oh. people's wee doesn't smell of asparagus. But Even you are very firmly in the camp of it does and you can. Yeah. Stand up. People but go home and check these But I have a very, very keen sense of smell. Do you? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> I ran a half marathon yesterday. Uh, but after the half marathon, my wife said, oh, you've really got to go home and have a shower. You stink. Yeah, Yeah, I just ran fucking 13.1 miles for the little disabled kiddies. Yeah. Because I smell. Can I say, big respect, half marathon, that's extraordinary. Yeah. I'm disappointed in my poor time. Oh. Um, but I'm glad I'm still alive. You just got to remember that you're very, very old. I'm old. I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is. I'm going to ask you an Edinburgh Fringe-based question as well, oh, okay. which I don't... Well, it isn't. It's from the Edinburgh Fringe podcast. It's not... Yeah. What's if you your ha- crazy system? You turn the book upside down. Because the that's the, the emergency book. questions, and I go back to your questions. Why I can't all... the emergency questions be the right way up? Because the, if then I have to write them out every single time I did it, whereas if they're in the back of the book, then I can... Oh, you, I, they could still it's be the, the right way up. up. Mental. Yeah, it's just the kind of guy I am. Some of us, <laughs> some of us see ghosts. Some of us turn a book around and use it like it's the book that way around. That's the logic of that. But you're getting to the heart of me. I might admit something I terrible. I, I like interviewing, you see, rather than being interviewed. The, oh, so I like to ask you questions. Yes. If you had to marry one of the Muppets, which one would you marry? The thing is, this, the worst thing about this question is that you've revealed the fact <laughs> that the Muppets passed me by. Oh, wow. I know. That is a good revelation, though. It's weird, isn't it? Do not, but you must know some of the Muppets. Have you never seen any of the Muppets? I've, well, obviously I know Miss Piggy and yeah. Kermit. Yeah. And the two... I can't even remember their Waldorf names. Waldorf and... And Randy. No. Sandler. See, I can't... That doesn't trip off Everyone my head. Everyone knows it. Isn't embarrassing? It is. And then it skips you by and then you just think, shall I go back? Do I start now and watch it? Yes? Yeah, go. Why don't we... Just, why don't you go and watch it? Yeah. We'll wait and then you can come, come back, back and tell us. Okay. We'll all just sit here patiently After and then you can miles. go back and yeah. go, it's the Swedish chef. It's the Swedish chef, Rich. That's the one I'd like. Uh, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. And now I've admitted it to everyone. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I'm going to ask you another... I thought you were growing up in Torquay, but you didn't do... Not what, you were born in Torquay. Born in Torquay. But you didn't, you didn't grow up Grew up, up in there. Hampshire. Because I'm from the West Country. I know, Western Superman. Because when we did our film, which was around there, yeah. you didn't stay in the crazy hotel. You stayed with your mummy and daddy. Oh, no, I did stay in the hotel. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. The, uh, the apart hotel. Yeah. It's called the something... And I wrote a blog about it. Right. Because there was two... There was a hotel that was in two bits, and it was called the apart, the apart Hotel or something like that. Yeah, the apart hotel. <laughs> and I made a joke about it being like... I, I, I pretended it was like apartheid, and all the black people had to sleep in one. <laughs> and I, was, I wrote a blog about how awful it was in this day and age that a hotel could divide its <laughs> guests along racial lines into yeah. two different hotels. And then the hotel got in touch with me and said, if I didn't take that blog down, that yeah. they would sue me. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I can that. sort of see that. <laughs> And I said I wouldn't take it down. Really? Yeah. And what did they do? They didn't sue me. I said I would, I would say, I put a thing on the bottom saying, this is a joke. This is a joke. <laughs> and they, they do not discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> but I've written a blog every day, and this was quite early on in the blog. So yeah. it, must, it must have actually been after 2001, because I still didn't oh, write about okay. it. Uh, but it, it might be 2003. Uh, but 
I'd written a blog every day and I didn't want to take them down because then I might would have that would have been my yeah my anal desire to have a blog every day would uh, have been destroyed it's and like ruined. The OCD. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll ask you this question to finish on. Yeah. What would it take for you to fillet the actor Keith Allen? <laughs> what would you need in return? Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good final question. Yeah, it's, it requires some quite hardcore thinking it, it as does. well. It does, but have, you can have all the time in the world. I'll try and kill flies. Kill flies. And, and not kill you. Yeah, what would it... T- well, maybe... Um, can you be, like, abstract? Can you... Can I... Could, could I go back ten years? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you go back ten years I'll and I'll go back ten years. And flays what, when he's younger or when you're younger? No, I just that I, I'll fillet him you now. You fillet him, and then you'd go back ten years. And so then you would I want know. to start my life ten years oh, ago I again. I live oh, I see. So you get ten years. extra years of youth, yeah. of relative youth. All well, right, lay, lay off me. <laughs> either I'll be where I am now, but be thirty. Yeah. Or I'd like to go back and do it all again. Yeah, but it's not bad being forty, is it? I did a show called Oh Fuck I'm Forty, and I did yeah. feel terrible at the time. But I would give anything to be 40 now. No, no, I I'd don't... fillet Keith Allen to be 14 for a, for a bit. I don't no. worry about being 40. I'm loving being 40, yeah. and that's the point. So because now I feel quite happy and confident, I want 10 years of being 40, yeah. but being 30. Being 30. <laughs> because then you've got the wisdom and confidence to be 30. Yeah. Yeah? It's a good answer. Yeah. And also, if you could go back 10 years, you might forget that you'd done it until the 10 years have passed and then yeah. go, oh, fuck, I've flayed Keith Allen. <laughs> but then you'd yeah. have to live the rest of your life, life knowing that. knowing that. But you've had 10 extra years and you've <laughs> done your 10 extra years better. Yeah. It's a very reflective point, isn't it? It is. Yeah. If Keith Allen's penis could travel through time, yeah. though, <laughs> he could when get you again. That's... He'd do it and then he'd go, <laughs> he when keep... you're least expecting, oh, this again. Yeah, but then my finger would just bat it away. <laughs> <laughs> So it'll be fine. Well, uh, you're gonna have to, you've got to go because you have to go and do a thing. And uh, it's been wonderful uh, to have you here. Will you please give a massive round of applause to my guest, Miranda Harlan, gentlemen. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Miranda Hart. Music was by Pest. Thanks to Orange Mark at the British Comedy Guide, the staff of the Leicester Square Theatre, and Chris Evans, not that one, or the one from the Avengers Assemble. Don't be stupid. It was the one from Wales. It was produced by Ben Walker. This is a Fuzz, Go Faster Stripe, and Sky Potato production for the internet by the video. If you have enjoyed this podcast, there's lots of ways you can pay us back. Uh, You can go to www.gofasterstripe.com and buy the videos. You could come and see me live in my current show, We're All Going to Die, uh, which is shortly coming up in Sheffield on the 23rd of October. That might be sold out by now, but there were very few tickets left when I recorded this. Uh, Peterborough on the 4th of November, Cheltenham on the 15th of November. Go to richterring.com slash WAGTD and you'll be able to get all the dates for next year and this year as well. Uh, You can also buy uh, t-shirts of the podcast at richardherring.cottoncart.com. Uh, if you don't want to give me any money, you can always give some money to Sco 
scope, I've just run a half marathon. Go to ukvirginmoney.com slash Richard Herring and you can give, just pay a pound, just a pound. Uh, or you could go and see The Meaning of Life, which is my new internet series uh, at the Leicester Square Theatre on the 17th of November. Uh, but if you can just tell your friends about any of these projects, if you like my stuff and you think they might like it too, that in itself will be payment enough. Thank you.